Hey, folks, this is Brian Blessing. Hope you're enjoying the Hockey Betting Podcast. We have a couple chuckles. Try to get you a lot of winners. If you like what you're hearing, hit the subscribe button. Give us a review. Give us a rating. Most importantly, enjoy the hockey and keep coming back to the Hockey Betting Podcast. You're listening to the Hockey Betting Podcast, presented by BetChrisCanada.net. This is the Hockey Betting Preview for Monday, March 16th, and Tuesday, March 17th, 2020. And now, live from Las Vegas, the host of the Hockey Betting Podcast, Brian Blessing. All right, folks, here we go, the Hockey Betting Podcast. Brian Blessing in Las Vegas, Cam Stewart, north of the border, and... You're going to be, uh, as best we can, we're going to be update, upbeat. It's hard to not be upbeat when you're talking to Cam Stewart. So we're going to have a couple of giggles. We're going to – Cam, there were five games on the docket tonight. Boy, uh, that Dallas-Arizona game, I think, was a nut, <laughs> uh, it was a nut under. Uh, it was B- Bishop and Kemper. Uh-oh. I mean, that, that was a 2-1 game if there was ever going to be a 2-1 game. Yeah, I, I love it now. Hey, Brian, I'm watching TV. It's like NHL Classics. 2018, Chicago, Toronto. I'm like, oh yeah, classic. okay, classic, six five game, sure. I don't know about you, but I was I was entertained watching last year's Players Championship yesterday. <laughs> Actually, I'm yeah. serious. That yeah. was good. Yeah, now it's good TV. That that's the thing with these networks, right? They got uh, they got file video. They can just they can roll forever. It's just call the call the shows blast from the past. They'll show all the greatest tournaments and whatever and games. And uh, I guess the NHL is going to do that. I have one thing to say though, Brian and. I don't like to be negative on people, but uh, first of all, kind of like a thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs up to New Jersey. Uh, they were the first team that started, you know, we're going to pay the part-time employees and they did yep. that before anybody else jumped on board. And when you look at the organization, I thought, you know, they don't, it's New Jersey, right? Like that's what I love about it. They, they, they didn't have to do this stuff, but they did. So they get my total thumbs up and respect uh, thumbs down to Calgary um, I'm going to say, yeah, now they're paying part-time employees. Oh, yeah, it only took, it only took you a, a kid who set up a GoFundMe account and basically wanted only 10 grand. They raised 60,000 and then it looked so bad. Okay. Okay. We'll pay these guys. So Calgary, get your head out of your ass as the flames organization and figure it out. Your owner owns Boston pizza. You can't chuck a little more money in there. You cheapskate get bent. <laughs> I, hope well, heard, I hope you heard this too, Treliving. Like you're a clown. No, unbelievable. All these, you know what I love? Okay, one more thing about other sports. Sorry, Brian. Uh, yeah, go like it's, it's, yeah, Get Off My Lawn today featuring Cam Stewart. <laughs> Zion. <laughs> Zion Williamson, I get it. He's worth $8 million. And Gail Benson, owner of the Pelicans, worth $2.2 billion, is letting players pay for the, pay for the employees? Hey, owners. That's why you got to be rich, because you're pricks. You don't like to spend one damn cent. Let everybody else do, do it for you, you jerks. Anyway, that's my, that's my take. You were $2.2 billion. Hey, lady, get out of bed and start donating some money. Don't make the players do it, stooge. Friendly thoughts that. from Cam Stewart. Do you not agree with me? Um, yes. 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 I, I need to let you get you get the juices flowing. Yeah, I'll, uh, tell you, I'll tell you something. Horse racing saved my life this weekend. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, it was great. I played Aqueduct. They hit uh, Junior. Brian, and I got to hand it to you, Brian. I, I like blindly bet Junior Alvarado, especially yeah, when, I see, 
when I see him on, I, I saw the horse. It said GB beside it. I'm like, ooh, Great Britain, Junior Alvarado, nine to one. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> and the funny thing is our network, we just a station in Atlanta just picked this up because they needed programming. And I gave that like live pick on the air. But I got to give you credit for that because you told me about the Junior Alvarado in, live in the, Well, and the biggest thing. The, the, well, the biggest thing is, too, when Junior Alvarado hops on a horse for the first time, the horse improves four lanes. Yeah, he, he was great. He, he, you know what? He started out of the gate last and won. That's how good the, this guy was. Like, he had a horrible start to the race, kind of got out of the gate weird and went last to first. Brian, kudos to you, buddy. But, hey. Man, I, I want to tell you something. I, yeah. I did the, one, the cool thing about the hockey betting podcast, I think, you know, there's two sides to a coin. Yeah, and the one bet. thing that will never change here is that, you know, you are where you are. You are who yep. you are. And God bless you. I, you know, I ain't changing you, but you can call it organization all you want. And, you know, but from here, uh, you're getting organization. So it's going to be both sides of the coin on the hockey betting podcast. Yep. For sure it is, yeah. And we'll talk <laughs> and we'll talk other stuff too, right, Brian? But And in I, a spirit of goodwill, I mean I'll start cavalierly throwing a you in a word for no good reason, but if, if you want. <laughs> <laughs> you know though, it's just it's just amazing to me though, like in today's day and age, like if I had that much money, like I'm already like Brian, you know what I mean? Like me and you, like we pick up a, a hundred dollar tab sometimes. I'm broke. Like how does some how does an owner worth not millions, billions of dollars, not like open up their wallet. It just tells you about their, how they got to be rich. They don't give money away. Right. But I'm, I'm glad a lot of the players in the league in the NHL have been great. They've stepped up. I don't expect them to do a hundred, $200,000 like the NBA guys do who make a hell of a lot more money, but think about it. Even five grand to the employees, 10 grand, something, you know what I mean? That's the way I look at it. You give, I, you give something. If you're one of the higher paid guys and you have a heart, you know, that that's good. Donate. You know, it's just on to me would be great. It's, uh, you know, the NFL is moving along uh, with yeah. their off season. Okay. So we got stuff to talk about how long all the, and we got news from the NHL perspective about what they're telling the players. And we'll get to that. But you know, from a sense of normalcy, uh, it would be just to me, it'd be a great idea that when we get back to normal, uh, when things uh, here, they open the strip back up. I think there should be like a ribbon cutting c- ceremony at a buffet and you should be the first one in. <laughs> hey, Brian, you got to put that one out on a GoFundMe. Fun camp buffet. <laughs> no, no, it's the fun of casino. Wait, Cam, Cam's coming to the buffet. You get the GoFundMe be for the casino. <laughs> yeah, at, at great point, Brian. No, it's it, honestly too. And uh, I don't know what 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 are they going to do with this draft that they're they're no, holding. It, it's going to be in like a boardroom in New York, right? Yeah, no, it, it, it basically the event here, no go. Uh, yeah. But they they came right out and said they look very much forward to working with Las Vegas for a future NFL draft uh, and the Super Bowl. So mm-hmm. I mean, the, the event itself is gone, but the draft itself, which people it gives us something to watch and look forward to. So that's gonna that'll be a bridge for us. Now, from a hockey perspective, yeah. What about the hockey stuff? That's, now, that's the thing. Here's the deal. Effective immediately. This is an update from the NHL this morning. Players can opt to return home outside of the club's home city, including outside of North America, to the extent flights are available. I don't know. The Europeans aren't going anywhere because there's a band. Yeah, well, I, I, I would, around, right? Yeah, I, I can't imagine. No, I, I, I don't see how the European guys uh, could make it home. And probably, you know, in reality, <laughs> put yourself in their shoes. They have families there. I get it. But you know what they could do, pick- though, Brian? You know what they could do? And a lot of the golfers are doing it. 
they could fly private charter. To the, yeah, private charter, or you go to the United Kingdom and then go to your country, go to your country, back to the United Kingdom, back to the United States. Because UK doesn't have the ban yet. Isn't that the only place in Europe that uh, these guys can get into? Well, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I believe at midnight tonight. They're done too? Uh, from America. Oh, wow. From the States, they added the UK and Ireland to the travel ban. Oh boy! Okay. Okay. So now, now the self quarantine period should continue within the player's home through and including Friday, March twenty seventh, unless a longer period may be required in accordance with local mandates related to travel. Players should continue to report immediately any symptoms of testing results to the club medical staff. That that's the one thing as of now, Cam. There has been really nothing from a player's perspective on the NHL front where anybody's been affected, although a member of the Canucks full-time office staff uh, has tested positive. Yeah, i I got to be honest with you. If it it happens, it's going to be somebody on Vancouver. Uh, The state of Washington and uh, the province of British Columbia have been hit hit the hardest with this. So, yeah, that uh, totally makes sense, Brian. But, you know, uh, these guys, they, they, they still, they still want to play. And I, who knows? Like, we, we, don't, we don't know the situation. It's kind of like it's an ongoing one. But, you know, uh, I, I, I got to tell you, though, um, I, I, I have a feeling it's going to be – I'm going to stay positive, and I think we are going to finish the year. It might be a hell of a lot later, but – Think about when the so when did the playoffs start? The playoffs would start it's usually like April. Yeah, April the first, first Wednesday. Because like, yeah, I remember my birthday's April fourth, and it's usually like almost a few days after my birthday, or like April eighth, April ninth type of thing. Okay, so if you think about it, we're talking about a month. You still could start it, basically. You know, and and hockey's not like basketball. They go day, day, day. Like you know what I mean? They don't have any problem with back to backs. What about uh, May? I, I don't know, Cam. I, I they, you know, right now, uh, all the rules that are in place are eight weeks of Ugh. not ha- having a gathering of fifty people or more. So I, I, I would think, I would think what the best case scenario. Okay. The best case scenario for hockey is they would come back, and I, I think the regular season's gone. I agree with that. Now, yeah, just gonna what open. I think they may do <laughs> that is playing game, playing game, is that in in both conferences you've got teams vying for that eighth and final seeding. Correct. I could I could see them come back with either uh, a broadened playoff tournament with extra teams or a play in a handful of play in games to at least give those teams that are right there because they have not played an equal amount of games. Exactly. The points mean nothing. It's win percentage. Mm -hmm. Um, I can see an expanded if, if, glass is half full, if I could see an expanded playoff tournament uh, where, I mean, it actually makes sense, Brian. I know the problem is it's the uneven games played, right? So you'd have to have basically like a week. And have all those other teams, ding, ding, the ones that are still mathematically in contention, you play it out, you're done. Like that, I don't know how long that would take, but I think that totally makes sense. Because you can't just throw a team in there and go, oh, okay, this would have been this and winning. Yeah, like you have to 
you have to be fair about the situation. This is not the NCAA tournament where you're thinking, well, you know, did VCU make the tournament? No, like they, in NHL, it's cut, cut in stone. They have winning percentages, they have games played and all that. I think that makes total sense. The problem is they're going to have a ramp-up period too, right? Without guys playing hockey this long, even, well, when that's they, just it. even when they get the okay, that's going to take a while. It's going to be like a quick little training session. Like time is money and uh, yeah, but I, I totally agree with you that uh, – that other the regular season's toast. It's just how how can we be fair to the teams that are on the and, and, and believe me, that's a that's a glasses half full scenario. Oh, and, very and, full. And, yeah. and, and you you would hope that would be the case. Now the other thing, I think they could do because you know, if if there's a way to do this, is how long would it take, and then what impact would it have on next year? Uh, you know, for the purpose specifically for the teams that would make the final, do the gauntlet, and they'd have what a month off in training camp. Uh, so there, there's that to take into consideration. Uh, how long that this thing, uh, you know, would bleed out. But what they think they could do uh, to condense the schedule instead of the traditional two-two-one-one-one. Yeah is if they went to a 2-3-2 two, two format. I, I got no problem with that. That would save a couple of days a series, you know, in terms yeah. of travel. I think uh, it's a great I, idea. I, and I, and I think... I'm going to tell you, Brian. No, no, the, like, if I'm a guy in the NHL right now, I'm going, wow, that Brian Blessing, you know? I think... Uh, well, we got we to give you one of those blazers with the, with, with the patch, buddy. You got a lot of great ideas, and... These well, are, and the, and the other thing, I honestly, Cam, I mean, and we know the games are played at a ridiculously high-end level. I, I, I would envision, you know, uh, somewhere along the way, even if you went 2-3-2, two, two, somewhere in a series, if you had to play back-to-back, now, which is brutal, but you'd have to, you know, play some back-to-back nights. Not every other night. I mean, you, you know, you've you got to look at the uh, no, I, I, I don't have a problem with that, too. And you know what it is? Winning the Stanley Cup is a war of attrition. <laughs> just by the way, by the way, backup goalies would be big in that. But yes, wait, yes. Vegas would be Vegas would be a monster with Flurry and Leonard. Right. That's a great point. Another good Boston, point. Boston yeah. would be a monster Another with Halak and Rask. And, uh, yeah, Rask yeah. and Halak. Oh God. Yeah, no, it's and, and and they'd have to do that. And you know, you know, winning the Stanley Cup final. Winning the Stanley Cup is basically what team has the least injuries. Who could like go in there right. and play hurt? So the back-to-back thing, just throw, throw, throw more wood on the fire. Hockey's the hardest trophy to win anyway, and the back-to-back scenario would just make it even more impressive to me. I think, it's, I think you have to do it. That's a very good plan. Ryan Blessing, idea man. You know, there's the thing, kid. I mean, okay, if there's an eight-week moratorium on gatherings of 50 people, all right, that's the – all right, April, May. It's that, that's the middle of May. Mm-hmm. Now, for starters – I mean, if you're looking at the season one to award the cup, and then from a sports betting and, and, and getting back to a sense of normalcy, you know, in, in the short term, you know, the one thing would be you play these games in empty arenas. That that's yeah. the other aspect of it. Uh, it. But first and foremost, and and you know, I mean, it's all about listen, buddy. I love you like a brother. We all want to stay safe, be with your families, and yep. you know, let's wrap our head around the big picture here, and hope that by all these extreme measures uh, that all of a sudden we see we see this thing start to curtail but i mean there's smarter people than us and out there no oh, yeah. I, I you hope <laughs> you sure yeah. hope 
You do hope. You do hope. And and just a PSA for all you dirtbags taking 20 <laughs> rolls of to- toilet paper when there's a senior oh, in the store. I- Think about what you're doing. I went to three stores around. They have no t- they have no napkins, tape, paper towel, or anything. I, I sit talking to this old lady, and I go, you see what society is? These dirtbags are out there, you know, buying 50 skids of paper for their stupid damn convenience store or whatever or hoarding. You know what? People like that burn. What a bunch of dicks. I can't believe I, like, I, You know, we did it twice. Yeah. Hey, here's a tip. Oh, I got a simple tip. I don't know. Stupid cat. Can you put a limit on something? It's yeah. like well, once, we, you, once you see a problem, you go limit three, limit two. Now, now, now it's like what? Limit 25, like limit 30. All right. So listen, we're still here. We're soldiering on. I want to thank our friends at BetChrisCanada.net. Uh, this has been a great experience for the both of us, Cam. I mean, you and I would do this nonsense on the phone. You know, and yeah, now we're doing it. We get to sh- uh, share it with people, uh, and we can't wait to get back to you know games that matter. But in the meantime, I want to thank our friends at BetChrisCanada.net. I, I went with the lovely Rhonda uh, over the weekend. Saturday morning, Target opened at eight. We got there at ten of eight. We're probably about a hundred and twenty people deep in line. Oh, yeah, yeah. Go. We have one hundred and seventy-five packets of toilet paper, one per person. So, so we 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 shuttled through that thing. Uh, and then raced over to Costco and got in a line that was probably, and I'm not making this up, I could send you the video, easy, 1,500 people. Oh, yeah. And it it went ridiculously quick. They, they, they shuttled you right through. You went through. You got your water. You got your toilet paper and all that stuff. And it worked. Uh, but you're right. It's like. And then, then you get you got you know some people make the best of a bad situation. You get other people they're stressed out and they're chirping about the littlest thing. You know, uh, I, I went I went there to get toilet paper. I saw the line. I thought maybe there was a Cam Stewart book signing or something. I didn't know what was going on. I'll tell you something. Yeah, there's no more toilet paper. What are we going to go down down to the local uh, you know Mister Lube and can I get a case of rags? You know no, what I mean? Or you got to go old shower treatment. Just put the buddy, water on and deal with it that way. Buddy, I, got, I, got, I got a nice tree in my front yard, but <laughs> <laughs> It's like Moretzi's tree at the big tree. Wow, that <laughs> All the other ones are like, oh, my God. He took a piss there. And the next thing you know, that tree, I'm like, wow, biggest tree in Buffalo. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that, that, thing, that thing's like Jack and the Beanstalk. <laughs> <laughs> look at that thing it's like it's like, it's like wow it's like, you're like you're by the football stadium and there's, a, there's a tree the size of the empire state building i was like wow that's a good fertilizer yeah no it's a just just a psa for people and i know most of our listeners because they're listening to our show are probably great people who don't do those things but come on you know if you see a senior there some people just need the stuff for basic use don't be a jerk anyway you know what, Brian? I, I'm praying that they don't shut down the tracks. That's another thing that, that kept me going, as I said before. You know, I do the in-game betting show, but the NFL's got free agency. It'd be nice. What about this hockey? What about the draft and uh, the prospects and all of that type of stuff? Let's I posed this that question that. to a member of the Golden Knights organization the other yep. day. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, you know, just seeing what's going on over there. That's a good question. Well, no, and what I said was, is it possible – it, and I think the answer is certainly it is possible, but is it likely that the NHL draft is staged before they give out the Stanley Cup? I, I, I mean, I, I mean, clearly they would never be able to get the the if if they do have a postseason tournament, 
I would think you still have to do the draft at the time you were doing the draft. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I think you do have to have a draft. And you know what? The best thing about the draft is there doesn't have to be very many people there. What do you have? The players and, and, and a representative from the team, right? It doesn't have to be that many people there. So I, 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 th- I think you can make it work. I agree with you. The draft will happen before the Stanley Cup final. Though. That's a no-brainer, right? They still have to do this thing. They can't wait till after the season comes back and go, oh, yeah, we're going to have the draft. Like, uh, I don't really I, – I would think you'd do it before. Wouldn't you want to take care of business before we actually maybe do have hockey? That makes sense. Yes, they have to. Uh, well, hey, these guys are got to go in training camps. Go, well, I, mean, I, I would say the that, stuff. I, the reason I would say it is that with all the uncertainty – you know, the one thing is at all costs, you know, if it's cataclysmic to the point where this season, NBA, NHL, uh, whatever, uh, is in peril, the, the, the big picture is, for the love of God, make sure that this thing returns next year and, and you're back on the beam. So mm-hmm. to that end, off-season business has to continue. But imagine this, you know, free agency, you know, you know, Josh, what's his name? What's the, what's the guy with the blue jackets? Josh, is it Anderson? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, no, no, you're talking about Cam Atkinson? No, uh, Josh something. He's oh, a, Anderson. It is Anderson. I think you're right. Everybody yeah. loves this guy. You know, so he's, you know, he's playing for the blue jackets in the playoffs. In the meantime, he signed a, you know, a four-year contract <laughs> with the Panthers in free agency while he's still a member of the blue jackets. Yeah, no, it's, yeah. It's, uh, I don't know, Brian. You're right. Um, th- there's people smarter than us in this business, but – I'm just praying that they find a way to, you know, like uh, keep the situation down. The problem is, even if you could, it, you you always have to take the level of, you know, we have to be 100% certain. And that means even more time. And uh, even if they got it under control, there's going to be another waiting period after that. Do we really have it under control? And the point that I'm trying to make is, remember what happened in Italy? They thought they had it under control. And then the days, once they did, they had like their worst days with like 2,300 new cases. So they thought they were getting there, but they're not. And that's the problem. Now. How are you things in your neck of the woods? Huge. What? How are things in your neck of the woods? Very good, actually. It's, it's weird. Like it, the prime minister of Canada's wife has it, but it's like, I'm in Ontario. Like there's a handful of cases. I live in a city of, you know, in the mega city, there's 4.5 million people. There's only a, a couple people that have it. So I'll tell you, though, like, it's like a ghost town. Nobody's around. Like, you look at the streets. Nobody's there. People are working from home. The craziest thing was I was living the coronavirus life two years ago. I never leave my home. I have all my gear right here. Da, 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 da. I just go to the store. Brian, what do I buy? I pick up a bottle of vodka, beers, a couple groceries, da, 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 and I come back to my lair to do shows. So it's very different for other people. For me, it's the exact same life I've been living because I do all my uh, radio shows and TV from home. Well, in Vegas, the, I guess we're looking at Nevada. Vegas is a whole different issue. Like well, people we'll are touching cards, chips. Like that's a night that's done. Like you can't you can't have people sneezing on chips and. Oh I no! I mean the things they've implemented here. Uh, I I think they they you know whatever you got to take a powder on this thing for a couple of weeks. But there's a you know three people at any table, but statewide. Uh, there are 26 cases. So, and the crazy thing is, you know, you just had the Pac-12 tournament where Washington State, Washington, and Gonzaga, those people came in, and we know Washington, uh, you know, had a major problem. So, mm-hmm. good point. It, it's it's one of these things. Stay safe. Let's get through this for a couple of weeks, and 
and hopefully we see light at the end of the tunnel. And if if things start to trend down, then I think that then the leagues become more proactive. But there, I don't know how there's any way, you know, at this moment because it's at the peak of and it, hysteria is a bad word, but at the peak of the problem. Yeah, you could say it's close. <laughs> yeah, but you're right. In many you're instances, right. yeah. How odd a weekend without sports, though. I did enjoy watching the uh, the replay of the players. Boy, Jim Furyk. Yeah, no, I, I got to be honest. Furyk should have won that thing. Oh, he left. He left a oh, birdie. He, he left a birdie. He left a birdie putt. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. See how close it was too. What a no, 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 he, he left a fifteen footer on like number eight in the heart and in yeah, short. Yeah, left it short. And, and, and at the time, you didn't know. And then on the island hole, the putty oh. hit on seventeen was like. That should have gone in. But was that was that shot he hit on eighteen not one of the greatest shots ever? No, Jim Furyk. It's weird. That was man. clutch. When you man. look at when you look at guys like uh, coming out of nowhere to win tournaments, and he always comes second. It's just like there's been so many times he could have won. I really like the guy's a working man, Brian. You know he's from Pennsylvania. Even though he likes the Steelers, I still like him. Like he just seems like a real good guy. Like he's a normal guy on tour. Self self taught swing. It's ugly, but it works. And, you know, I, I love the man. But I got to tell you, you got me into horse racing. I have never watched more horse racing than other sports, like from all week. We were betting on horses. I was watching horses. I woke up. I'm watching English horse racing. They're jumping over things. I'm watching regular horse racing. Yeah, Australia, they're going the wrong way, like the water in the toilet bowl. I'm like, man, Hong Kong's up. Like, I, you, you, I, I'm loving horse racing. It's the, it's the game in town. And, the best thing is I could still bet on it you know, with all my apps and stuff. Uh, you know what? Pretty nice. Uh, too bad. Uh, you know, we got to find another hockey league somewhere. Maybe we could bet on a, a kid's game somewhere in the world there, Brian. You know, yeah, absence, my itch. It's absence makes the heart grow fonder, buddy. Yeah. I, 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 it's, you miss it so much. I can't believe I'm saying this. I would even watch the NHL All-Star game right now. Oh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> Yeah, we could go up to Guelph uh, there, Brian. We get a pickup game with Nick Peverly and uh, his kids. Oh, yeah, sack, sack my buddy in the in the nuts. Do it, do it at a pond. <laughs> no, do it do it at a frozen pond. All yeah. you all you need is a stopwatch and some cones. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And a, and a ledge yeah. on the and, and a ledge on the lake to shoot wrist wrist shots out onto the lake. Yeah. No. Hey, be, you know what the crazy baseball's talking about this uh, Trevor Bauer stuff, where they want to get a, a little game going. Uh, I'm surprised somebody from the other leagues is going to step up and want to do something like that too. We'll see. I don't think the PA is going to like that too much, but uh, they're trying at least. Well, the big picture, the the NHL's uh, new information to the players is is obviously. I don't think. I think it's pretty telling. I I do believe. Uh, I, I got a funny feeling, Cam. They're not going to play again. I, that's, I, I know. I'm that's, trying that's, not. To, I'm trying not to go there. But that's as a betting man, which we are. That's that's the bet. Yeah, I, I agree with you. There's. It just. I, I don't know how they're going to make this thing work. Well, here's the you final. Need, words. You, need a, you need basically a miracle. Like you know. Here's, here's the final words of their release. It says our objective will be that in addition to contain continuing regular updates will be able to provide high-level guidance on the potential of opening a training camp period roughly 45 days into the 60-day period covered by the CDC's directive. So, again, if things start trending the right way, then 
we'll get updates from the NHL because and that, that's a good point that they aren't just letting these guys get back and throw them out there because God no. forbid how many no. guys, guys I mean you you run the really you run the risk of you know guys you know going out there getting, getting really hurt. hurt yeah it, it's true so yeah there's going to be a ramp up period too but don't worry Brian and everybody knows we're here. Well, we'll go do this thing as long as we can. We'll talk about, you know, the future bets, the tickets, all that other stuff. You know, what do you do with in those situations? It's different for every book, right? Some are voided. So it's very, very interesting if you're holding a lot of tickets, wins overs, Stanley Cup bets, Eastern Western Conference bets. I know we have a few of those tickets. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be very, very interesting moving forward. Uh, again, just the final footnote on this, that based on their release, uh, that they would uh, potentially open camps as soon as April 29th, followed by a 15-day camp, and games could begin by the middle of May. Well, I think that's if, that, if that happens, there, there's a season. <laughs> Pretty simple, right? If not, there's none. No, and this is going to be a fluid thing. I think the things we can do, Cam, I, I guess, uh, as we soldier forward here, we can start, uh, you know, evaluating the seasons that teams had. Yep. Uh, the rest of the week, and and put a, if it's put a lid on it, so be it. Or if it's that they're going to come back with a chance to compete for the Stanley Cup, but we we can kind of evaluate uh, the overachievers, the underachievers, and in in recap what's gone on because it was it was a great season. We yeah, were in the, we were in the middle of a great season. Yeah, I got three futures too, Brian. I got your Vegas Golden Knights. I got the Colorado Avalanche. And uh, who else did I take in the East? Uh, oh, yeah, the Philadelphia Flyers. I, I, I got in before that little uh, heater there. But uh, anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. That team's scary right now. You, you want to talk about a team that was wishing, like, you know, some teams need, like, like we talked about it, like in, in basketball, like what teams needed the break, like the Raptors because they're so beat down. If you're the Philadelphia Flyers, you're thinking, are you kidding me? We're the hottest team in the league. We're like at home. They were just on a heater. This could be a disaster for them because they were really playing good. Well, let's wrap it with this, my friend, that let's hope that it's a cool day because this NFL stuff, their players and names being banded about the interviews and, and their signings and the free agency periods Wednesday. Let's hope that this is just a, a little push towards finding a way to get back to normal and and let's just hope for the best that all the measures that are being taken reap positive results and we'll see if there's good news to come by the next time we convene you my friend amen brother and uh by the way our loyal listeners yeah brian uh, keep on listening to the hockey podcast maybe brian will give you some horse picks too he's hot Send me some my way too, buddy. I'll be playing all day. All right, we love everybody. And by the way, we got some some Twitter love over the weekend. Someone said, "What are you guys doing?" I said, "No, Billy, yeah, Billy, we'll we're, still talk. We're yeah. going." And, and the guy, and we got that's the best news they had. I'm like, "Well, thanks for listening. We appreciate that. <laughs> we do. Uh, we'll have a couple of giggles and try to stay stay positive. And hopefully, slowly but surely, the main the main order of the day is that." This thing starts to wind down. Everybody stay safe, but let's let's look to the future and hope good things to come. You got it, buddy. Hey, folks, this is Brian Blessing. Hope you're enjoying the Hockey Betting Podcast. We have a couple chuckles. Try to get you a lot of winners. Hey, we hope you like what you're hearing. And if you do, 
hit the subscribe button and give us a review give us a rating most importantly enjoy the hockey and keep coming back to the hockey betting podcast the handicapping and sports odds information contained on this podcast is for entertainment purposes only Please confirm the wagering regulations in your jurisdiction as they vary from state to state, province to province, and country to country. Using this information to contravene any law or statute is prohibited. The podcast is not associated with, nor is it endorsed by any professional or collegiate league, association, or team. This podcast does not target and is not intended for an audience under the age of 18. If you think that you have a gambling addiction, stop this podcast now and please seek help. Gambling and betting on sports is a form of entertainment and should be about having a good time. But when done excessively, it may negatively affect other areas of a person's life, such as their physical and mental health, school or work performance, finances, and or interpersonal relationships. At BetChrisCanada.net and the Hockey Betting Podcast, we're concerned about the addiction that gambling may cause. And for this reason, we encourage everyone to practice responsible gambling an approach to gambling that helps you ensure that it remains an enjoyable activity. Here are the main principles of responsible gambling. Don't think of gambling as a way to make money. Always gamble with money that you can afford to lose. Set limits and stick to them. Never chase losses. Don't gamble when you're depressed or upset and create a healthy balance. Always be aware of how much time you spend gambling or thinking about gambling. And do not allow gambling to cause you to miss out on time with family and friends or time spent on other activities you enjoy. By following these guidelines, gambling can be a good time and great entertainment. If you feel at any time that your gambling is taking away from important areas of your life, is causing you stress or depression, or is leading to financial losses that are beyond your control, please reach out for help. Learn more at ResponsibleGambling.org.